I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello. Welcome to the Lost Boys pod. With you every step of the way, you have me, Jacob Stowworthy. Me, Jack Shepherds. Trying to do something a bit different because we have watched Lost Exodus Parts 2 and 3, meaning Jack Shepard has finished the first season of Lost. Woo! Ooh. How are you feeling? Um, good. 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 Yeah. Good. On edge. Want to see the rest of it. But it was fun. Okay. Well, look. I'm not going to really introduce the finale as, as, as in a way I usually do. In case you've forgotten, it's the one that where, because everyone bloody knows, it's the one where I can say it in front of you now. Walt gets kidnapped by the others. The hatch is blown open. And lots of other little things that we're going to get to. It's big. Within the next hour. It's big. It's big. So much happens. So if I had to say to you the thing that kind of shocked you the most, the thing you, you were thinking about most after watching the episode, what would you say stayed with you? Um, I enjoyed the very last shot a lot. I think that stayed with me the most, just because it is quite uh, cool. Mm. It's just really good. The camera zooming the down camera the hatch. The camera zooming down the hatch, That's looking up at their two heads. You know, you can kind of see why it would become this iconic thing. Mm. And, it, you know, it does leave you with... I, I can't even be bothered to think about reasons or what's down the hatch right now. <laughs> Because I think there is so little to go on that it's just, there's no point. So I guess what I've been thinking more about was, was Walt. That was more of a, that was a really good twist. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to it, but bloody hell. That's, Disturb, yeah. As disturbing to this day. That was great. And that's also the bit which lots of people who has, you know, so we watched the episode last night. And we've kind of given it a day to stew over. Uh-huh. And um, so... Stu, ev- shout out to, to our, fr- our friend <laughs> Stu. It's been a while. So everyone, we've, everyone I spoke to was kind of like, oh, uh, we need the boy, or whatever it is. And I was like... Gonna have to take the boy. Yeah, that is such a creepy moment. It's so good. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's done so well. But those fellas on the boat, scary as... Yeah. I was not expecting it to be quite that weird. Yeah. But you know... Like there was a bit earlier in the episode where you knew things were going to go badly for Walt. Yeah. And then it's kind of, you hit, there's like the doot, doot. Yeah. And it's like Jaws coming yeah. towards them It's ominous, that whole set secret. Yeah, it's good though. Let's get, let's get to that in a bit. Um, let's, let's try and, <laughs> there's so much here because it basically, we watched part two. and th- Yeah, just so everyone is like fully aware, we watched parts two and three at once, which is how it was aired in the States. Uh, but it wasn't how it was aired in Europe. Um, so in England, when it, the season one finale was aired on Channel 4, we got it part two and three. I think it aired over the same night, perhaps, but it was split into two, which you, you even said at the end of part two, it was a bit of a strange place to leave it. Yeah, it did feel like the midway point in those two parts. So the first bit, first episode on its own, felt like its own thing. Yeah. But then on the internet, everyone just labels the two bits as part two. Part two. Rather than saying Exodus part Two and three. three. So for the American listeners who, who don't know, it, when, when it reaches the bit where Hurley says, 
um, whoever named this place Dark Territory genius. It goes like to be continued, doesn't it? Mm. And then it kind of just cuts to the scene with, um, you know, it's before the monster lands, which you now have kind of seen the monster. Look, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot that's <laughs> gone on here. So let's let's start with the dynamite crew. Then, as I'm calling them, the dynamite posse. Yeah. So at the start of this episode, we have Rousseau, we have Doctor Arts, who's joined Jack, Kate, Hurley, and Locke to go and acquire the dynamite from the Black Rock, which we now know. As you guessed, and I'm telling you, you did. It was a pirate <laughs> ship. Um, so yeah, they go in. They find like loads of like skeletons and big old chains and handcuffs. And Locke kind of reels off the spiel that they were slaves. And, you know, maybe the boat came from Mozambique. Like, I love that he knows that. He's really mm. lovely. He's so funny. He could be literally like just saying shit, and everyone's just like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely what's going on here. He's chatting so much crap out of his ass, but name he's like, think of an exotic sounding country. Think of one. Oh, Mozambique. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says it's a lot. It's a in the first episode. He's talking about the uh, backgammon. He's like, they found this game in the ancient tombs of Mesopotamia. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, did they? <laughs> like, oh, there's there's like no way to check as well. Like, yeah. they can't just go like, oh, I'm going to Wikipedia. Like, no, they're stuck on an island. They'll you better fucking hope there's no Wikipedia down the hatch, mate, because <laughs> he screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then they get the dynamite. Well, they find the crate, put it out, and then Doctor Arts. Doctor, okay, the Doctor Arts, <laughs> R.I.P. Doctor Arts. He was always going to go, wasn't he? Oh, he was. He was going to go the moment they introduced him. Yeah. He was a goner, and he's like a bit of a prick. <laughs> <laughs> so while while they're in there, he's speaking to Hurley outside. Then he starts doing some meta talk. There are some real meta jokes. Go on, there. talk to us about it. Um, what does he do? He does the. Oh, yeah, you guys aren't the only ones on the island, you eight of you. And then there's like the clique. It's like, you guys aren't the only ones. He's like, I've seen you. Uh, you know, I, I go to high school. I work in high school. Yeah. I know a clique when I see one. That's exactly, it was like exactly what I've been saying. It sounds like you. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, that was, that was me. And I imagine, uh, you know, that was every viewer their first time around was like, you know, why isn't Hurley losing weight, yeah, <laughs> you know, and so then long. and he's just and he like literally says that he's like some of us are losing weight. What are you doing, fatty? Um, <laughs> which is quite harsh. He is like a prick. He's but, such um, a he's It makes it makes the uh, what happens to him all the better, I guess. Yeah, like you have no attachment to him quite at all. I like when he so he blows up after getting out the dynamite. Yeah, and then Hurley just goes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. and then it's like ad break um, <laughs> so funny it is great he's being such a fool to like so rude to Jack and Kate and Locke mm. he's like making Kate take the shirt off so he can like douse it in mud so he can pour it around that seemed yeah. like a weird move from the producers just to be like Kate you're the woman here take oh, up your yeah. top <laughs> it just like, shows he's being a knob but um, he's, he, he tells a story about the discovery of nitroglycerin and he says that the dude who invented it, you know, blew Died. up. Wrong. Uh-uh. Really? Uh-uh. Yeah, it was actually a guy called Ascanio Sobrero. I, I looked that up. I, yeah, you're I doing a to, lock on me. I had to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a lock on you. He's called <laughs> Geraldine. Oh, shit. Um, no, he, uh, he's called Ascanio Sobrero. And he survived the experiments. Oh. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, they didn't know it fully worked, really. So Dr. Arts was lying. Dr. Arts is a high school teacher who obviously was just trying to, you know, show you new shit. 
They didn't know shit. We didn't. Or no, he he's fully someone who who thinks he knows it. He well, probably believed himself. Yeah, 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 exactly. We're not going to take any more of this stuff than we need because nitroglycerin is extremely temperamental. So we just... <laughs> Dude. And then there's a bit of bit of arts on Jack's shoulder. Mm, yeah. That line there is like a fan favourite. That's on like t-shirts and stuff. Well, there's a bit of arts on you. You have some arts on you. Ooh. Yeah. Gross. You jumped out of your seat as well. Multiple times in this episode, you jumped. Did I? Yeah, you did. Uh, I think, I, yeah, I jumped when he blew up because that was... We also had it on quite loud. We did have it yes. on very loud. Um, <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> we had it on very loud on the um, big screen. So, yeah, I jumped to that bit. There are a couple of bits. The monster. Yeah, the monster you jumped. There's one other bit you jumped at. Which bit? I'll tell you when we get to it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm in suspense. You're in suspense, but <laughs> you jumping. It's so weird. Uh, then it's the case of who's going to carry the dynamite. Not to gloss over the amazing scene between Jack and Locke as they're taking the dynamite out of the crate and putting it down. And then Jack, they're having their moments, you know. They have a lot of good moments in this episode. They do. This is a very good episode for, for some Jack and Locke. Yeah. Faith. Mano, 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 and Mano. I can see this being a regular thing in Lost finales. Just bringing Jack and Locke together to have, like, their little end of season chat. To, like, be like This is how different we are now. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, Locke doesn't think Locke doesn't think Jack's gonna stay the same. He thinks he's, you know, he says you, he says I don't believe in destiny. He says you do, you just don't know it yet. I can't see that being Jack's arc. No, no, yeah. Matthew Fox maybe maybe not good enough to carry it off. No, <laughs> he's good in this show. He is good in this show. I mean, I don't know what else he's done other than bone tomahawk, but he got ridiculously tanked up for um, like. Alex Cross. What's that? Random film. Okay. Was that supposed to be his leading action hero? Yeah, he looks... Google him, mate. He looked mental. Really? Yeah. He looks like he could go for that kind of role. Yeah. Leading action hero, but seems to have never happened. It just didn't work, that film. And he he, he put so much time into it. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) There's an amazing bit where, where Locke's talking about Operation... And then he says, he says, I always got, you know, I always got the funny bone. The funny bone. And he goes, goes and then yeah. Jack's like, shits his pants. Um, loads of good lines, like when Locke says, like, do you like to play, uh, Jack says, do you like to play games? Do you like to play games? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. And just Which, things like that. That's quite a scary line. Locke is quite scary in this episode, actually. Tell me why. Well, there's like, there's like that bit where he's fucking with Jack. I mean, there's the bit where he literally runs after <laughs> the monster. Um, yes, yeah, okay. So they're walking back through the dark territory. They've drawn the straws. Kate, uh, Kate and Locke have won. So they're carrying the dynamite. But Kate's not actually carrying the dynamite. No. As we discover later on, Jack is being a hero. Good being old hero. hero. Makes a great point later on in this episode, Jack. Everyone wants him to make decisions and then when he makes one they don't like they're very angry with yeah it's a good point yeah shows a bit of backbone from the spinal surgeon yeah but yeah we're like dark territory and then what the monster appears authoritarian view from him but yeah yeah I know and then uh, yeah Locke goes walkies towards it Mm. 
Because Locke thinks he's invincible. And he's not. So it ties back to episode four, Walkabout, when he sees the monster. And he's looking up at it and we see the same shot almost. Mm. But in reverse this time. He's terrified yeah. by what he sees. And then it tries to, I mean, kill him. Take him under. Just take him, drags him away. And, and what, do, what is it, Jack? What is the monster? What, what did you see? What did you see? S- smoke. Wisps of smoke. Yeah. Dark mm. ash or something. Yeah. Mm. So when, when Locke is being pulled down, Jack's obviously trying to save him. What was going through your mind here? Were you thinking Locke could go? What, or what? What were you thinking? I, I mean, I didn't think he was like gone, gone, as in like dead. Mm. I thought he could go under, but I think he, you know, he'd still be there and he'd yeah. discover something crazy or, you know, have his own little adventure. Mm. Um, but then I don't, I think it's like almost too soon for him to be solo. Mm. Like, I get, look, there was so much, you know, this like plot armor. Here that, we go. There was so much in that, like, in that group. You know, you got Kate, Jack, and. Kate, Jack, Locke, Hurley, like four characters who are just like definitely not going to die anytime soon. Yeah. Like they've got so much like to go. Unlike perhaps some of the characters on the raft. Mm-hmm. So that's like, so I am worried about that. Right. But these four, I never felt they were like at risk. And if I did, I thought it would be in a way that it was going to take it somewhere else anyway. Yeah. So I thought, you know, if Locke had gone under, which he could have done, I was thinking like, oh, Damn, this is quite intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. But I'm glad they glad they kept them together just for the ending, really. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's you're it's right what you say. They are four huge characters, and I suppose it's it kind of gives those scenes some huge heft because you're always even if like it, you know they're not going to die, just got just really good characters kind of yeah out there in the jungle but i think you know whatever happens to them it's going to take the story on a lot yeah precisely and you know it's more about the it doesn't matter if they don't die it's just about them like it's just about their journey mm. and their journey is like the interesting thing so having four characters with such a good journey together yeah you know whatever happens is going to be big so you have like the smoke monster you have the hatch opening yeah so that's you know that's why it's exciting to watch them and also, they're just great together. You know, you got that scene after that bit where they're talking about man of faith, man of science, yeah. and they proper like I didn't think this show was gonna like have them literally say that, <laughs> but then they did say that, which is fine because it kind Might of works. Be the name of the season two premiere. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could t- just I, might. Be. I totally see why. Like, it's it's a it's a cool idea. Do you really think all this is an accident? That we, a group of strangers, survived? Many of us with just superficial injuries? You think we crashed on this place by coincidence? Especially this place? We were brought here for a purpose, for a reason, all of us. Each one of us was brought here for a reason. Brought here. And who brought us here, John? The island. Well, you know, it, it, it's harking back to... Um themes kind of laid out as early as the first episode with the the, you know one is light one is dark Mm. and then they find the the skeletons in the cave and they've got a pouch of black one black stone and one white stone in there but it really puts Locke as like he really wants that Jack's not 
convinced by, but Locke wants that, like, there's him, and then there are the the others, and I'm not talking about the other others, yeah, but like you know the others in the group, yeah, you know, it's all, he's almost trying to divide them for some reason. Mm. I don't really know why. What Locke is? Yeah, it feels that way. A bit. Do you not feel? Um, do you, what's your views on his whole? You know, we were brought here for a reason. The island brought us here. The like, islands demanded Boone as a sacrifice and all this. I think that's. I mean, Jack would say that's crazy, obviously. But what does this Jack doesn't Shepard think? doesn't feel doesn't feel too crazy just yet. It feels like there's there's like a half truth in there. Like there is a reason they're there. There is something. You know, it's kind of, you know, there's the, all the numbers and stuff. It feel, they you know, it's not all coincidence because they go so hard on it. Yeah. You know, in that airport scene, where you kind of have the numbers everywhere when yeah. Hurley's running through, and the woman's like, "Oh, it's your lucky day," you know, <laughs> and it's there's so much of that weird tied to. Well, I guess to Hurley, but it's not really. It's tied to all of them. Yeah. So then, there, it, I feel like there is a reason they're there. I'm not sure if it's the island bringing them there, and I don't think Locke's the chosen one. I think he is slightly fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, I don't think Boone's a sacrifice for anything. I think that's just him being a pillar. It's a bit arrogant, isn't it? Yeah. But I think there is something... There's obviously something really fucking weird about that place. Yeah. And he, he just thinks... All we need to do now is open the hatch. And Jack, Jack's like, we're opening this hatch to save everyone. And then he's like, yeah, okay, cool. Mm. But he just he wants to open it because he, he, he feels it's his destiny, I guess, to open that, that hatch. You know, we're, at, we're at this, now at the second season of a show. He says, all roads lead here. I think it's safe to presume that, you know, all roads don't lead you know, mm. to what's in this hatch. So there's a lot riding on the contents of this structure. Well, he also for Locke. S- well, he says there's hope inside. Yeah. There's hope. And it's a bit like, what does that fucking mean? What does that, you know, he's not taught. Hope to everyone else is a massive radar, mm. which can call someone in America to come get them. Hope for him. I don't even know what that is. No, weird, I don't think no. he knows what that is. That's why he says it like that. You know, it's... Hope for him is different to what it is. Everyone just wants to get off the island. Yeah. And he wants to stay there. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one. So it's just, I don't know, understand. He, I don't understand his end game. Mm-hmm. You know, he. Well, I think he's literally just thinking in terms of getting to the hatch. And he's like, when he gets down there, I'll be like, what now? I know. It's almost some, it's like he, it's like he's been given this quest. Yeah. And he has to complete it. Mm-hmm. He has to And everyone to else win. just. Supporting players. Yeah, exactly. His you know, game. He's the uh, he's player one, and they're all just yeah. NPCs to help him get there. Type <laughs> thing. It's um, I'm locked. It's a real complex. Hurley spots the numbers on the side. But that's of the sorry. I, that that's yeah. just what I mean by him being quite scary. What lot? Yeah, because he's willing to do just anything. Yeah, and as much as he's he, like, yeah. Jack, you're a main player. It is just like he will do anything. It seems. <laughs> It seems, yeah. I mean, it's fair to say he would, but after you know, basically letting Boone climb into that t- that plane mm. when it looked, you know, when he had the flashes of Boone covered in blood. Yeah, he knew that plane was probably going to go down, didn't he? And you know, yeah. who's to say he doesn't have more images? And you know, it's, it lulls people into a false sense of security when they're actually, you know, doomed. Yeah, but he, I imagine he would say that's because 
those people are weak or something and they don't deserve what the island has. The island's going to cast them aside. Yeah, I imagine that will be something. Yeah. Something you got, you know, like the fact that there's now heroin and Charlie's got it. And it's like, well, he wasn't strong enough to be part of this. I don't know. I'm at, you know, ah, I'll tell you what. Probably be like The Island. That book. Yeah. Slash film. Danny Boyle film. Oh, the beach. Yeah, the beach. Oh, the beach. Sorry. Yeah, I thought you meant the the Michael Bay film with Scarlett Johansson, Ewan McGregor. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, God, I saw that long ago. Saw it when I was watching season one. I lost actually. Really? Yeah. So, like back in two thousand five. What's the premise? When I watched it. Can't really remember. I was really fancy Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I, I mean, still do, but I did then. I was like fifth fourteen. Nice. Anyway. Anyway. That sounds digress. like a pretty good island. And what I imagine he's going for here, like in the beach, you know, this wonderful paradise. Yeah. I imagine that's what Locke's got in his head, actually. What is that? What's that? What's... Well, I think he... Probably something to to help them get there. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. That would be quite an interesting idea. And so he thinks that these people who just fall by the wayside, they're like sacrifices to get to this To get utopia. to this... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Locke's utopia. Whatever Maybe. that might be. Whatever that might be. But who knows? I don't know. It's funny because, I mean, Locke's, uh, Sawyer says that later in the episode. Like, oh, you could have a really good um, beach resort store, there. Yeah. Beach resort. Because it is like an idyllic island. Yeah, it's huge. You know. But everyone just wants to go home to their loved ones. Well, but Locke yeah. doesn't even have loved ones. So it's, it is paradise to him already. Well, he almost. can walk, you know. We see in the flashback where he's literally carried onto the plane. Hmm. And, you know, hours away from being able, from living his best life. Yeah. I mean, you said that, I think, at some stage, like, oh, he's living his best life. He's, yeah, he's just so, he just doesn't realise he's so close to just doing everything he wanted, wants to do. Yeah. I mean, even, uh, I was going to say Jack, you know, he's be able to live the hero he wants to be. He's a reluctant hero, isn't he? Mm. I think it's less so, you know, he has stuff to go home for. Yeah, well, you know, there's still lots of these characters' lives you don't know about yet. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, as, as, yeah. Yeah, there's a reason there are so many messages in the bottle. Exactly. And there's a reason why Sun is convinced they're being punished. There's a line in, this, in the episode where... That was an interesting yeah. bit. Because I, you know, I guess going back <coughs> to this whole reason they're on the island... I was just literally just thinking that, like, that ties into that bit really nicely. Yeah. Of her saying, we deserve to be here. Mm. You know, I for, guess it makes all you all the think, lies we told, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I think I, I imagine I've mentioned it. Like, there was everyone was talking about, is the island purgatory? No, oh, yeah. Which I know so you, ironic. lots of people don't like that idea. But I can see why people would have that at this stage. But it's, she doesn't necessarily mean it's purgatory, does she? She says that. She says, we're just being punished. We're being brought here because it's just like... Like, fate's punishing us. Yeah. And then Claire's like, no, mate. Yeah, of all people, Claire to come out Astrology lover Claire. Astrology lover Claire just changes her mind out of nowhere. She had quite an arc this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, feel I like... believe in astrology now. I think it's like crap. <laughs> I, I, she's had an arc, but it's like, really? Yeah. She, I don't know why. She's such an... She's... Just not much of a presence on screen, is she? Poor girl. I'm telling you, she's not. I mean, let's talk about the beach crew now. Let's skim through this. Have, we fi- have you finished everything you want to say? Are you saying something about numbers? 
Well, we can always come back to it because it's, it is the last scene, but I was just literally saying about, again, it's another example of it all coming together at the last moment and Hurley, he has the scene where he's repeating the numbers and Kate's like, hey, did you say a number? 23. Mm. And, and then you, he learns it's like an important number in her life. <coughs> Excuse me. And then he sees at the last minute the, the numbers on the side of the hatch. Mm. And he's like, stop what you're doing. Yeah. And lock lights anyway. And he's literally so close to getting blown up. Just to stop him opening his hatch because he's convinced the numbers are bad. Why do you think the numbers could be on the side of this hatch? Didn't the numbers... Because let's be honest, that's the only thing you've got to go on right now. What? Yeah, I know. It's all we've let you know that there's a light that came on in, in, from the inside. It was locked from the inside. And the, the, the numbers are on the side of it. So when he went to Australia to speak to that lovely old lady... Yeah, Martha. 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 Um, she said something about the numbers, didn't she? And they were like some, there was like a radar or she'd heard, someone had heard the numbers over an intercom. Yeah, her husband. So maybe this is the source of that. Okay. I mean, that's the, like, unless they're just evil and they just appear on evil things. Right. Which could probably like be no it rhyme as well. or reason. Yeah. yeah, they're just evil. Um, so there you go. <laughs> I mean, there's not much else to go on, is there? No. I mean, <laughs> just what I love about it is knowing what's down the hatch is, is you would never guess it in a million years. <laughs> like, you, you just wouldn't. Okay. Um, I'm not promising you find out in season two what's down there, but I'm just saying what is down there, because eventually you have to find down out what's there. down there. That's what I know. There is a light. Maybe um, it's a nuclear reactor. And they've opened it up and it's going to blow everything up. It's going to blow everything up. Uh, the beach crew, everyone's moving to the caves. Saeed's leading the hike. And then Russo comes out of nowhere. Uh, says Saeed needs, she needs Saeed. Charlie runs away, leaving her alone with Claire and her baby. And then Claire has a flash, a vision. <gasps> she remembers something, a memory of where she attacked Russo. From when she was kidnapped. Do you remember? Yes, from a few episodes. That was from a long time back. Yeah, but Russo was involved in all of that, we learn. Yeah. I don't understand how. Oh, yeah. I do think these, because this is like a moment where you're like, oh, right, shit, Russo. Oh. Just had a thought. Go. Okay. So my thought would be that Ethan, good old Ethan. I mean, the reason, like, he, Claire came back with her baby because they always wanted Walt. And so Ethan must have been someone like Rousseau, just like someone lost on the island with a similar story, I imagine, who thought that by taking... So he, I don't think he was one of the others. Okay. Which would make sense. If you were saying he was another man, like he's not even one of the others, he's someone else, another. Another man. So he's... He's not one of them, and so he was perhaps trying to give them a sacrifice or something, but took the wrong person. And so that's why they gave Claire back. She was, wasn't right all along. Maybe. I don't know. That's an interesting theory. That would be mine. And so Rousseau thought the same, had the same idea, and perhaps they fought over it, over Claire initially, and she managed to escape her, but not... I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Something like that. It's interesting. It's thoughtful. I like it. 
Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine we'll ever find out anything else to do with Ethan ever. No? No. <laughs> I feel like that was a, that was like, that was almost flavor of the week villain type TV, Oops. wasn't it? That's what that was. He didn't, uh, not like Rousseau, who's kind of like dipped in and out and been there. Rousseau has dipped in and out. Do you like her? I feel sorry for her. Yeah. I don't know why, I don't know who these other people are and why they're not accepting, like they didn't accept her. Yeah. I don't know what they are. Well, I mean, okay, so she kidnaps uh, the baby who is finally named. Aaron. Aaron. And mate, there's some weird pronunciations of Aaron. Uh, they call it Charlie's like Aaron. And then Claire's like Aaron. It took me a long time to work out what it was. What it was. I mean, and I'm watching it back. I'm like, why? Why is Charlie's like Aaron? Is it, is it Aaron? It's meant to be Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Okay. So it's A A R O N. Ah. And Charlie's like Aaron. I'll get Aaron back. So like, get Aaron back. He's like Aaron. It's like Charlie, Dominic Monaghan, follow the script. <laughs> well, I think he was following the script. Just he probably thought double A was pronounced that Aaron. way. Aaron. But isn't that Aaron? Oh, yeah, it's Aaron. Yeah. Like, that's definitely, that's 100% Aaron. That's just him being a numpty. He's being a numpty. <laughs> anyway, Charlie is more of a numpty in a bit when he picks up the bloody baby decoy and has to have his head gunpowdered by Saeed. She sets up that trap very quickly. 16 years, mate. Of course she has. Of course she, she, she'd do it in two minutes flat. What? They get all those stones into like some makeshift bag thing and then mm-hmm. that is that She is probably set it up beforehand. Yeah, maybe. Come then, on now. Because she knew she was going to steal the baby and Hell go yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Um... And they, they he get... still fucking falls for it. <laughs> Jesus. And then you got the gunpowder and the head. Ugh. Mate, was when that he the punches... Yeah, you, uh, no, you didn't jump at that, but you were like, what the hell? When um, Charlie punches Saeed, when they realise Aaron's been taken. Oh, that was outrageous. I mean, the Charlie, sonicity. be careful who you punch, mate. Charlie's got a little fucking temper on him, that boy. Yeah, he has. We can do... Oh, let's do, like, rankings in a minute, the characters from the season. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll do that later. Yeah. Um, anyway, they go to the black smoke, realize, swiftly realize Russo set it up so that she, the others would come and take the baby. Charlie's obviously like, you're, meant, you're, you're crazy. They were never coming. And she's like, they were coming. I heard them. They were whispering. They said they were coming for the boy. Mm. Penny drop for you at that moment? Yeah, that was the... That was the moment I realised they weren't, they were off the wall. Really? Yeah. yeah. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I had my head buried in my legs. I heard them say they were coming for the child. The others said they were coming for the boy. I think that was, was supposed to be that way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that I, was... I mean, I don't know. I thought like the first time I watched I didn't put two and two together. Did you not? And then when he went, thing is we're going to have to take the boy I was like oh my god what they, oh he meant they meant whoa uh, okay so yeah that wasn't a surprise when he I think actually maybe that makes more sense of why my friends were a bit like need to take the boy because I didn't think that line I thought it was just like horrible but I didn't think it was like shocking right anyway I thought it was like 
I kind of right, knew see, that was coming. Yeah, you know I, I think mean? I'm on your friends page. When I first watched it, I was like, <gasps> what? But it, that doesn't help that all my friends are my age and they watched along when it was there. Like yeah. 14 year old me wouldn't have got that, I don't think. Oh, uh, yeah, fair play. Fair you play. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I can totally see why. I mean, watching it back and then that happens, it's literally such a well kind of planted little thing. Because mm. then when it goes to the raft, the next one you see, the next shot you see is Walt like asleep. Yeah. Um, before Michael and Sawyer have their chat. Um, let's ju- let's jump. We've, we've, we've covered the beach crew. There really wasn't a lot actually happening on the beach. It was definitely the least interesting aspect have, of the episode. Who else do we have? There was Maggie. Um, Shannon. Uh, yeah, she's, Shannon. Just, she's just crying on the beach. She's crying, having a bad time. She's not very interesting still, somehow. Yeah, like, yeah. The beach stuff is clearly not where it's happening. No. Sun, she's looking after everyone, to be fair. That conversation where she's talking about fate and stuff is quite good. That's literally about it. That's the best bit of that bit. I mean, oh, Charlie's got the heroin. Yeah, so we do have a little kind of montage at the end of where everyone is at the caves and Charlie and Claire are all happy again, reunited with Aaron, and then we see the Virgin Mary statue. Yep. Poking out of his bag. Couldn't help himself, could he? Mate, a shame. No. Well, we had that flashback earlier of uh, him with the, that woman and he, you know, he's hiding the heroin. It's and... awful, isn't it? Yeah. Sad, man. It's really annoying because you feel like Charlie's come so far, but... Well, his still gives into his temptations. I feel like the writers really, really take him over by introducing a load of heroin into the story. Yeah, <laughs> because I feel like that. Okay, I don't need. To, I don't want to say anything, but yeah, I, I just, I struggle. I'm struggling with Charlie's character way more than I ever have. That's interesting. Yeah, I really. He's really decreased in my list. He's gone down. He's definitely down in mine. Really? Yeah, I find him quite. We should annoying. have um, we should have done to character rankings, shouldn't we? We'll do that in a bit. All right, okay. Um, only time to think though. Oh, well, it's gonna be off the cuff. Okay, cool. We'll the do... raft crew. Let's talk about the raft crew. Um, no, just, let's just talk about little bits going on here. Um, little character moments. Michael hands the walk back to Jin. Jin tells him to keep it. What the watch? The watch. Sorry. Yeah. Did I say the walk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> not the walk, the watch. Um, he does hand in the watch. It is a, that's a nice little moment. Yeah, lovely. It's a good little one. And then another one is when we see the flashback, more flashbacks of Michael and, I mean, cutting some slack, but bratty will. Oh, I, I hate watching those flashbacks. I really do. It makes yeah. me so angry because I'm just like, they've come so far. I don't want to, I hate that. I, I don't want to know what game he was playing on his Game Boy, though. Oh, there is. You can look it up. What sounds... What, 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 I think it might be Donkey Kong or something. Oh, wow. I just didn't look like Donkey Kong. Oh, really? I thought you would have looked it up. Pac-Man? Jacob, do you, you have no idea. Yeah, I don't looked you... it up and it said it had the sounds of Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. It might have had the sounds, but it won't be both of those games. It also said that it was, it was, it was a, bit, a bit incorrect. He couldn't have been playing what he was playing. Because it has, uh, it, yeah, it wouldn't have run out of batteries so quickly. I think you need to stop talking about games, Jacob. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a gamer. I'm not a gamer at all. Walt and Michael Bond, after one of those flashbacks where they're talking about his mum uh, and how she didn't want him to see Walt, Michael Walt to see uh, Walt. Yeah. And then he says it, she was wrong. It's really nice. That is nice. 
It's, I mean, thinking about it now, now knowing where Walt ends up, yeah, it is just like it's so heartbreaking because <laughs> they do just set up with like all these. Remember how far these two have come? They've come so far. Look how good friends they are. They love each other now. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, he's got his son back after all this time, and now, now he's, he's had him taken. taken away. That's what I mean. This is like this is like hell for most of them. Yeah. It kind of. The island raises their spirits and then takes it all away from them. You know, it helps Charlie become not heroin addict and then gives them a Boom. little heroin. Locke's going to be mad. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Sawyer is reading the letters in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, he reads Hurley's out. Underneath yeah. Hugo and he doesn't know who he is, which is funny. Who's Hugo? Yeah. Um, and why is he a millionaire? Yeah, multi-millionaire. And then the big, the big, the big moment arrives where I mean, Michael firing that flare. It's fair to say sets off chain of events <laughs> <laughs> that ricochets through the rest of the fucking show. <laughs> um, not season next season. I mean, the entire show. Yeah, you can really track a lot of things back to the firing of that bloody flare, and that's what I love about this moment. It's so big. If you just didn't fire that flare, I don't know what would have happened. It would have been a very boring show. Um, but maybe it would have been, you know, things would have been so bad. And there was only one. But there was only one. And, I mean, in his defence, Sawyer and Walt were telling him to do it. And Jin would, would probably be telling him to. But, yeah. He, I mean, you would have done it. I don't know. The night time and stuff. It's a bit... It's just... I don't know. But then, like, flares will be more effective at night time. Yeah, but it's scary. It was scary. Imagine being on allowing on the high seas on that. Yeah, path, you, mate. that's what I mean. You would just want, if you saw if you saw a boat and it was nighttime. Yeah, you would just be like, I want to get the fuck off here. I'm firing this right now. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, the thing is, if it were, if it was like if it's daytime, you've got a gun. Like, so he's got his gun. You could shoot that in the air and get their attention with the noise. Yeah. If it's a nighttime, you only get one chance, and it is with the flare. Like, you would do that. You, if you were desperate, like they were. I guess. No, you would totally do that. I would have. Michael's so few, furious that Sawyer's got that gun. I know. That's a good bit. Yeah. I'd, I forgot that they didn't know yeah. that he had the gun. I just kind of presumed they knew. Jack gave him the gun, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's good. Sawyer's been shot. Yeah, so then, then they, 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 you know, they've got the radar. There's a boat. Fire it. The boat goes off the radar, and then the beep comes back. It's this really scary moment where Jin's like, shh. And they look out to see, and look at that shot. It's just empty. Mm. And it's just a bit ominous, isn't it? I was expecting something weird there, like the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, smoke monsters, chilling. Yeah. I, uh, when... <clears throat> then they celebrate. Oh. Well, yeah, when the light comes on, which is the other moment you jumped, by the way. Was it? Pew, the light comes on. It's like, oh. Mm. And then the music starts. Giacchino's score kicks in. And they're all whooping and hollering and all happy, happy, happy. At that moment, were you like, it's all going to go wrong very quick. It's going to go south. Yeah. Or were you think, was there a part of you at four? actually. Was there a part of you at four? Okay, maybe. I was a bit overwhelmed. This is all right. Yeah, I think I was a bit just like, oh, damn. Like Other people. I, yeah, I didn't think it was going to like end well, like overall. Yeah. But I thought it would was going to end a bit better. But then, like, <laughs> I mean, it couldn't have got much worse. Yeah. I think, like, but then I did remember, I, 
remember. I think, no, because when the beeping was happening. Yeah. When the beeping was happening, I was like, oh, no, they're coming for him. Because I, you know, I'd kind of like realized, like, oh, shit, this is not going to go well. Like, they're coming. But then when the lights came on, and the you music can't help yeah. but do it. You're kind of like completely misled. Yeah. And then the moment he was just, you know, they were weird. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, uh, there's a whole group of people on the Wait, other... that's up. Yeah. <laughs> Only the thing is, we're going to have to take the boy. What? What'd you say? The boy. We're going to have to take him. Hey, what the hell's going on here? Who are you people? Just give us the boy. It literally goes a bit weird. I mean, firstly, the bit where it goes weird is the is that line, give me the boy. Well, he's a bit he's a bit he's even a bit like Oh, it's when he goes like, what's going on here, fellas? Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like have we survived the plane crash? He goes, plane crash, huh? Ain't that something? Yeah. And it's just a bit yeah. like, it's just a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really disturbing. He's got his hat on and the, the two goons like look... sat in the, in the back, just like really ominous, just sitting there. Yeah, they look like fucking hillbillies. Yeah, he's got a big beard. Mm. So the actor who plays that guy is called MC Ganey. Okay. He's a bit of a player, man. Like in, he's been in a lot of things. A lot of people know his voice. Um, and apparently he got a lot of jip for taking Walt <laughs> the summer after that head. Oh, like, really? Yeah. They're like, what the hell are you going to do with, with the kid? Everyone's asking him. Is he quite famous? Fairly famous, yeah. So I imagine he'll be in it for quite a while then. No, comment. Is comment even a word? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Oh, I just, I'm just really, it's such a good scene of TV. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. And just that final shot. I mean, sorry gets shot, like you say. Jin dives in after him. Mark gets pushed in. Walt gets taken. They blow up the raft. And that final shot of Michael amongst the, Walt, the raft wreckage, screaming Walt's name as he's Walt's screaming for his dad being driven away. Mm. It's oh, as haunting as anything you get in Lost. Yeah, that's horrible. This, actually, the ending of this episode is just pretty grim. Mm. Like that bit's grim, and then have like the flashback where it goes around everyone in the the plane. What do you think of that? I lo- me <laughs> love that shit. And seeing them all like <laughs> integrate before on the on the plane with that music going off, and then it ending with the hatch. I've, oh, it's such a good finale, such a good ending. Yeah, that. I did. I enjoyed it because it, it was just that little reminder of his where they all came from. Yeah, and you forget, you know, like Locke and Jack make eyes and they kind of nod. And Hurley and Walt as well. And then he's got mm. the comic book that with the polar bear on it. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, you've come such a long way. Mm-hmm. But say, like it's almost. I I found it really sad because it is just you know what's about to happen to mm. them. You know where they're going to be. You know what's going to be. You know, right now he's. Being a little shit playing as SP, but he's not doing yeah. anyone any harm. He's safe next to his dad. Yeah. You no. know, everyone's just all right and they're together. And I think that's what this really made me feel is like how much I've come to like these characters together. Mm. And so when they are apart and they are, because they feel, it's the same in anything. Like when you're apart, they, you feel in danger. Mm. 
And so having them apart, I was like, oh, no, I don't want them to be apart. I want them to be like happy and together and just making golf courses. Again. <laughs> um, We're a far cry from that, pal. Yeah, I know. The no. glory days of season one, they call that. Really? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be lost if those characters aren't all for us together again at some stage. But, I, you know, thinking about it, will all those characters be together again? Like, all of them? No. I, I, I think it's fair to say, like, you know, it, everyone's got their shit to be doing now. I know, that makes me sad. The scope's about to be broadened, like most second seasons of any TV show. Has to be. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it, I think we said this last time, it feels like it's getting bigger. And, you know, I think last time we kept comparing it to Lord of the Rings. You always bring Lord of the Rings into this. No, I was going to say, you know, it's the same with every sequel, though. You know, where you, you start, even Star Wars. Yeah. You know, you start, the first film had everyone together, Luke, Leia and Han, kind of on their adventure. And then the second one split everyone up again. Mm. You know, it started with everyone together, but then they got split. And this one feels like everyone's on their own course now. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone ha- everyone does have shit to deal with. But it just, you know, it makes you sad that that time's over, that their nice little, you know, resort on the islands done. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I really do think it's an amazing finale. Not my favourite of the lost season finales, but, you know, up there. And I feel that, like I've been high up there. Mm. And I just feel like it's the perfect kind of encapsulation. Right there, not the right word. I'm tired. It's a perfect conclusion to a real lightning in a bottle season of TV that perhaps in lesser hands wouldn't have worked. Yeah. And, um... I mean, like I said, season one got nominated for one best best drama at the Emmys and stuff. Shows like that don't really get nominated even. And it's a real testament to everyone involved that the finale really... I mean, I think Damon and Carlton, who wrote it together, they wrote overwrote it and the network were like, we'll just extend it. Mm. And because they were like, you know, you've pulled us in some rings. It's got watched by over 20 million people. 20 million people who were all pretty furious when they didn't find out what was down the hatch and it ended in that way. That's the thing, dude. Like, and it, it, here's, here's, here's a question for you. Me, hands held high, when I first watched this, it was in 2005. Season two had been on for about three months in America. So I didn't have to wait the nine months that people in America had to wait. And I'd love to know for anyone listening who remember that, I mean, I'm sure they remember it very well, remember that wait between seasons because of all the season finales that is the most bait kind of ridiculous cliffhanger because all the other cliffhangers because all the other seasons end on cliffhangers but they kind of present something new for you to mull over over the over the nine months before the next season starts or kind of change things a lot for you to kind of reflect upon things differently or kind of like yeah they don't kind of Open, open something. It's like me giving you a Christmas present that you've been waiting for for really ages. Me opening it and you're blindfolded. You're not allowed to op- take your blindfold off even though it's in front of you for nine months. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's so funny. And Carlton actually was talking about this. Mm. And I said, I said, what was your memories of the finale? And um, 
like having to you know deal with people's anger with you know they not not anger but like frustration because they still loved it uh, and he gave a really good answer which was this i mean my main memory um looking back is that um, we didn't expect the level of outrage that we were going to that we experienced once we, when we ended the first season and we didn't explain what was down the hatch. Right. I mean, we thought it was just a great cliffhanger that yeah. everybody would enjoy, but did not expect that they kind of turned from from just, oh, that's that's cool, that's suspenseful, to real anger and frustration that they were going to have to wait months and months and months to find out what was down in the hatch. Thank you, Carlton Cuse, for that very enlightening answer. <laughs> Carlton, our boy. Carlton. We love you, how, Carlton. How? Um, Please come on again. Yeah, he will, man. <laughs> But yeah, the the everything about it, the music at the end, the the them walking around, Michael screaming. I mean, I, it just I remember watching for the first time being in my absolute goddamn element, just like forty year old me, just lo- loving it, mm. frothing with excitement. You know, yeah, I can I I can see why I think it it's great hour and a half television. Mm. What's your views then on on Oh, I guess I guess it's time to talk about season as a whole. As a whole, it's a season one detox. Yeah, man. What what's your? I mean, we could do a separate breaking down stuff. Stay. But what's what's your memories? What's your favorite moments? Oh, this is quite tough. I wanted you to to do to rank the episodes as you were going. I really wanted you to do that. I mean, there, uh, there are. You I can't. Still I find that. it really difficult to do single episodes because I think there's so. I find it more like waves of episodes because that there's. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I find there will be like a string of four episodes where I'm just like, that's amazing. A string of, and there's mainly like episodes in a row. Rather so you than like them episodes. as much as the other ones, like. Yeah, I think it's like. Sometimes like back to back, they just work. Yeah, and it really comes across as like, as strong. And you kind of remember more like, oh, that bit of that season where... Because like, almost all these storylines aren't self-contained to one. Yeah. You know, you have the flashbacks, but they don't feel on their own so much. It feels like big things that happen. Like, you can't say like, oh, the one where Claire gets taken mm. and then she's gone. But that's like four episodes where she's gone and she's let away. Yeah. Which I actually, ha- I think that's probably... That was probably the weakest part of the season. Yeah, I, I, I'm inclined to agree with that. Yeah, certainly. I think um, strongest part was the, um, the Hurley episode in the middle of those, like, the lock one and the yeah. couple before. Yeah, so you've got the gin one, Hurley, lock, coinciding mm. Boone dying. Yeah. Like, that's, that's huge. That feels huge. Yeah. It, it just had so much pace to it, and that whole section felt really great. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that bit was good. And I guess at the very beginning, as pessimistic as I was getting to know the characters, looking back on it, that was actually really good. Yeah. I think it's a really great opening run of episodes. Yeah, I think, especially, I think it really, like, it kind of kickstarts when you've got Locke's episode. That was when I was just like, this is really good. Yeah. Like, that was 
a good episode of television. It's almost like the Chris Freckles still run of, of leftovers, a third episode. Yeah. With the gambling. Yeah. Where exactly. you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be this kind of show. Mm. Great. Yeah, and there, you know, there, and there, there are a couple. There are moments in the show where you remember and you go like, oh man, that was cool. Mm. You know, like Claire and the cradle and the baby rocking and that really yeah. creepy bit. So, you know, bits like that where you're just like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. And so there were quite a lot of them. So, I, uh, talk, 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 talk to me about favourite moment. Can you give me three moments? Oh, I don't know. Nearly all of them, nearly all of them involve Locke, I think. A lot of them. Says a lot, doesn't it? I, I I'm just rearranging, by the way, because I'm very uncomfortable. Go for it. I find him such a, a, a fascinating character. He's really good. He's, he's just like, and I still, uh, like early days, I think I said like, oh, he seems like the villain. Yeah. And it, I think he is the villain. Okay. To me, he seems like the villain, I would say. I think he's, as much as I like him, he is the one who seems to stop things happening the way they're supposed to or the way they should or, you know, he's got so many agendas of his own and it's kind of, and it's so self-interested. As we've been saying this podcast, like this time around, you know, it was all of that and I feel like he, he's the, the villain at the moment to Jack's reluctant hero and that makes, Jack's been quite a, I still find him a slightly boring character. I think, I think, I still find, I find him very you easy need, to watch. You need him, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find him, he's fine. Yeah. You know, he's, he's the good guy. He's the guy, you know, he's nearly always right in some way. Yeah, he, always he is. always do, does the right thing. Yeah. Um, and that's fine, but I find it slightly yeah. I'm boring. A, I'm on the same page as you. I, I mean, I, I'm on the same page as you, absolutely. Obviously want him in the show. Obviously love him in it, but like, no, yeah. Like he gives, he's, he's a really good, together they're great foils yeah. to each other, which is why their scenes are so good. But as a standalone character, I find him quite, just, yeah, just a bit plain. And I like, sometimes I find that with Kate, like Kate's episodes. Toy plain. Yeah, like I found. Leave the twig. I don't know. Out of this. I, I didn't bring Seriously. it up. I didn't bring it up. You I, were um, <laughs> begging me to say it, so you didn't. Have to <laughs> I was doing the motion with my hand. You're doing the motion with your hands. Um, you can't. It's it's surprising how she's really good with like other people, but I find her on her own difficult in some regards i'm not sure why because she should be really interesting as mm -hmm. you know an ex-convict and stuff yeah um but for some reason i'm just not enthralled by it i think i just don't buy it i think you prefer her more on the island than you do off oh i like her on the island a lot yeah yeah, yeah. i think uh that's what i mean but that's what she's always with other people you know she's yeah. playing off she'll be playing off sawyer and jack or son or someone like that and that's always really good because mm. you have those different relationships, but like on her own back on, you know, planet Earth. Yeah. I find it difficult and boring. Yeah. Because it is, I just don't buy it. I don't buy that she's supposed to be this person who you need five guns to, to keep back. Yeah. Because she's just so nice to everyone. I know what you mean, yeah. You know, it's... you just not, you just like, you just want to find out what she did. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it's almost in then, but you can't, you find out and it's just not, it's not as interesting. And you still think like, it's almost like they had to make her do something that was like in keeping with her being this really nice person. Mm. And so it's like not that bad. I know what you mean. And so when they, you know, it's, you know, they say like show don't tell. But when they show what she did, it doesn't equate to the guy saying, oh, I needed five guns to keep you away from this toy plane. Yeah, but you mean you don't, you don't know what she did originally? Well, oh, I guess not, no. You don't know what you did, what she did to be on the run. I mean, yeah, I, I know she was like semi on the run because she killed her ex-boyfriend, which is what that guy brings up. But I guess, yeah, she must have done something before then. But I can't imagine it being something huge. Fair enough, yeah. Whatever it is, it will be. I can't imagine it. Unless, I just can't imagine it living up to whatever. Yeah. Maybe it does. I don't, I don't know. I just, I find her... Well, in, in six years, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, if we go through the characters... Oh, no, let's do, let's do for the sake of, you've got to be, got to be, like, decisive on this. I want your top three. My top three. And I want your worst three. And then we'll, we'll, we'll give, we'll do, we'll each do our top and our... Oh, yeah, I want to know favorite. yours too. Okay, my top three would probably be a lock. Mm, this is quite difficult. You've got to be, you've got, it's probably quick fire. Sawyer as well. He'd be up there. And maybe Sun. Okay. <laughs> We're pretty similar. Are we? Mate, we're like identical, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Locke, Sawyer, Sun. Is that what you said? Yeah. In that order? Yeah. Yeah, mine 100% too. That's interesting. Locke, Sawyer, Sun. Yeah. So why, we spoke about Locke, why, why Sun? Sun, I think, is, I think she's the most underrated character on this TV show. Hands down. I think she's brilliantly played. I think... The journey she goes on is more subtle than Sawyer's and Jin's and anyone else's. Mm. Um, but I think it's to the testament of Yunjin Kim, who plays her, that she absolutely smashes it. And she makes me feel more emotional than any other character, perhaps a little bit less than Terry O'Quinn, yeah. who smashes it. But I think he's kind of given more material to, to work with than Sun is. His material is more drastic. Yeah, completely. Whereas yeah. Sons is like, in lesser hands, I could really not be great. Like, I, and obviously, I say in lesser hands, I mean the writing start, the talent as well. Like, if they weren't good at writing her character, then it probably wouldn't work. So it's just a happy marriage, happy marriage, which which this show kind of is. Mm. Um, but she, for me, is just when you put her with any kind of a character, she, she any character she flourishes. Yeah. Um, and not not the case. Say the case can't be said for some of the characters some other characters you know like Charlie for example greats with, with some people yeah um, but he then flourishes with people like Hurley I love their scenes together yeah so yeah I uh, for me that's why Sun's up there and the scene with her in, I mean I love Jin by the end as well but that's more of an obvious change yeah I mean I like Jin a lot as well and I, I was thinking maybe but it is slightly more obvious and it is he's still not I think it, it you know, it probably doesn't help. They doesn't he can speak, speak English. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You yeah, know, Sun, he's getting there, but Sun's able to have those really, like, on another level. Yeah, like Jin's able. You know, he can give the watch over, but they, she's able to do it in a way, and she's so expressive as well. Mm. That I find, 
you know, she, yeah, emotional as a character. Yeah, she is. Um, which is really cool. I'm surprised, surprised, I was just thinking neither of us said Hurley, which I imagine is quite a common pick for a lot of people. Probably a common pick. And I'm surprised you didn't say Hurley because you laugh so much whenever he's on the screen. I find, I find him funny. Yeah. And I think it, he's good in that way. But I think the other characters have more to them. Yeah. Like Hurley... Hurley hasn't gone through anything. I mean, he's got this bad luck thing, but it's almost, I don't know, it's so out there yeah. about these numbers that it's kind of, you know, everyone else has something a lot more like tangible. Yeah. Um, unlike him. So perhaps that's why. You know, I think over all the episodes, you know, if you'd asked me, uh, he's the most instantly likable mm-hmm. and he stays likable, but there's kind of, he doesn't go beyond that, yeah. perhaps. You can imagine everyone at the beginning going, Hurley, yeah, he's my favourite. And then by episode eight, they're like, yeah, like he's no longer my favourite, really. And I mean, it, it doesn't help that he doesn't get an episode to episode 18. Yeah. But um, probably because they're positioning him as like a comic relief for now, but then, you know, he's going to be pretty implicated in some big oh, yeah. mythological stuff. Yeah. Um, that's quite serious. But yeah, like and the clash of that for me doesn't jar, but it, it it I don't know. Like I find it, yeah, kind of mental. It's kind of like <laughs> going back to Lord of the Rings. Really? Um, yeah, it feels like like all the other like lots of the members of the Fellowship go through a lot, but then there's like there's Gimli, and he's like the Gimli of this group. Like he doesn't go through it. Like doesn't have something extra to him. Like I love Gimli as a character. But he's never anyone's favourite. Yeah. You know. That is Hurley. Yeah. But he would probably be a lot of people's favourite. Mm. That's the weird thing. I can, maybe he gets there. But I think he's, I think he's just broadly the show easiest to get on with. needs him 100%. Yeah. Yeah, without definitely. him it, it would suffer. He, you know, yeah. yeah. He's a good vessel for a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I finally get, you know, why so many people absolutely adore Sawyer as well. Yeah. He's great. He has probably grown on me the most out of all the characters through each, through multiple watches. Okay. Each time I love him more and more and more and more. Nice. Before we get on to worse then, who do you think through your multiple watches has kind of gone from, would you say he's the one who's gone from the bottom to the top? I would say he was at the bottom, but he's definitely but gone from... Biggest I, change. Yeah, like when I first started watching him when I was younger, maybe I didn't really... I couldn't really grasp his story. I couldn't really grab onto it because I was mm. so... I was quite young. So the whole idea of this con man and this like real, real tragic start and his quest for vengeance, mm. it just wasn't... It, it, I, was, I couldn't really grab onto that. Yeah. Not that I could grab onto, you know, like heroin abuse or, or whatever, but it is kind of more... <laughs> Yeah, it's less complex, I guess. Yeah. Because um, I think stories, 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 flashbacks are quite complex and mature. Um, so maybe it's because I've now kind of grasped his story more. You know, I grasped it a long time ago, but now it's opened him up to me more as a character. And I think he is extremely well written, extremely mm. well written and fantastically played. But God, they really, really strike gold with his dialogue. Yeah. They really do. Mm. He's got so many good lines. So many good lines. He's funny, man. And his del- Josh Holloway is, is great. Like, he is, he will always be Sawyer. Yeah. He will always be Sawyer. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm trying to think of anyone else who's kind of gone from the bottom to the top, in the words of Paul McCartney. Um, well, I guess it's the person with the biggest upward swing. He 100% is. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I, yeah, he is. Charlie's the opposite for me. Really? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I don't think he makes the bottom three. I think for me, the bottom three are um, from worst to whatever. Yeah. Claire. Okay. Probably Shannon. Yeah. Um, and then probably... Actually, maybe Charlie. Really? Yeah. That's crazy to think, because you used to adore Model that my guy. look on him, yeah. This All right, is... let's, let's talk about that. I am really interested in why you think that is. I think he's a pain in the ass as a character. I think Dominic Monaghan's a very good actor. Like, uh, you know, maybe not very good, but I think he, he's good as Charlie anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think he is presented as a, as a real main character at the start of it because he goes off with Jack and Kate and he goes to the cockpit and whatever. Um, and he's one of the first like kind of flashbacks we see on the plane. Yeah. Um, so he's presented as a main character. He's positioned as that. But then as it goes on, he kind of coalesces into being a bit of a lesser character mm. um, and more of a lesser character who is aware of the fact that he was one of the main boys to begin with, <laughs> but now he wants to get involved and he wants to do things his way and he feels like he can bark orders at people and just kind of be a bit of a sheriff, yeah. which is why I think he's jealous of Sawyer a little bit, which we were talking about last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when he, it kind of peaked when he shoots, it kind of peaked when he was getting involved with the plans surrounding what they were doing with Ethan. Yeah. And every shot with him, it was just him kind of like bellowing at someone. Mm. Like, are you mad? We're not doing it my way, whatever. And they're like, Charlie, can you just sit over there, mate? And I think that does speak to his character in the fact that he is kind of a bit like Boone was, mm. in a way. But Boone was a bit less obvious with it. He wants to help, but he can't really take being sat at a kid's table. Yeah. And because of that, he becomes a bit of a pest. I think it's, it, it works very well with him. You know, he was this big band person, mm. and then he was kind of no one. Yeah. And it's the same in the show. You know, he was... You know, that, like that first episode where it is the three of them. It's Kate, Jack, It's and literally Charlie. them three, yeah. The and you dogs. think like, oh, they're going on their thing and he, you know, he's going to be this big guy. And it really is towards the end that he, him and Claire are kind of, they're like a real lesser story mm. to it. Mm. You know, they, I don't know. Do you, buy it... their, do you buy them as a, as a romance? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I like that. I quite like their romance because I think that it's just quite like nice. And sometimes the show misses something that's just nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's quite nice. Like, like they're both in my bottom three characters. So I'd Charlie probably, and probably the same too. as yours, actually. Yeah. Would be my bottom three. Wait, not Boone. Um, Did Boone miss out of your bottom three? Is I, it just because he's, he's dead? dead. Isn't he? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a pity. <laughs> it's a pity pick. It's or pity non pick. I mean, I I would probably put him and Shannon together as like one. <laughs> Fair so enough. So it would be uh, yeah. So it would it would be them two at the very bottom. Yeah. And then Claire and then Charlie. Yeah. Um, Do you know um, who just missed out of my favorite? Who? Rose. Rose. <laughs> She hasn't been in it in ages. Mate, she's not been in it, is she? I keep going back and I'm just like, where the hell is she? Yeah. I was really expecting her to be in this episode, but yeah. she wasn't. She actually had other commitments, mate. 
Yeah. I, uh, just a little thing to throw in there. This episode is meant to have a flashback through the view at the airport of Vincent. Oh, really? Yeah. But apparently people cottoned onto it and it was like leaked on like, I guess that it would be on like, I don't know, EW Today or something, like a throne spoiler. Yeah. And they scrapped it because they were like, well, it doesn't really add anything. It'd be a nice little thing to do. Yeah. Which would have been funny. Um, I always think where would it have come in the episode? And I think it's the bit where you see Sun looking out to sea and Shannon's walking along with him. Mm. I think it would have been there maybe. But yeah, and very quickly, we've, we've not spoken, we did speak about the numbers very briefly in Hurley's flashback, but just for those who might not know, but I'm pretty sure they do, look out for the jerseys, the sports jerseys as Hurley's driving through the the airport. I mean, there's numbers littered over everywhere and you can find oh, yeah. it online in a list. Like the guy's cap says Crazy Eights and, you know, the Gate 23 and... The, the car when it breaks down the numbers are everywhere but the bit with the um, jerseys I always wonder if people I watch you if you've never seen before are going to notice it and they never do and I didn't the first time yep. you were no exception Jacob stopped it for us and we we rewound it, it and went look at the jerseys yeah <laughs> man <laughs> um, yeah it was good so I mean you've, you, you've you kind of batted off doing episodes sure I mean I'm going to quickly maybe reel off Three favorite episodes. Yeah, I'd like to. I, I feel like maybe, maybe, I I try not to include premieres and finales because they're always bigger and they're always easier to pick. Okay, let me have a guess then. Well, you know one of them. Or Ex Machina. Yeah, do Ex Machina. Then walk about. Yeah. Oh, the last one's tough. Toughy. Sawyer's episode. It's actually not a Sawyer episode. Which one we can say? Outlaws. The yeah. one of Kate and the Boar. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it's up there, but it's not. It's not. Not it. Mm. It's guessable, I think. Really? Yeah. Um. Oh man, it's probably one that I've completely glanced over. Gone. It's all the best cowboys have daddy issues. The one where um, Claire, Claire and Charlie are taken, and Jack and um, Kate go off and find Charlie, and he's mm. hung and the one where Lock and Boone find the hatch at the end. Yeah. I like it because it, it, it kind of is like, this is the end of phase one of Lost and we're going into the second part now. Because mm. when you find the hatch, it literally like, you see how big it became and how, and it, you know, the final shot alone proves how big it was. And when you hear that hatch, when you're rewatching it, it's kind of like, now we're getting to the, now we're getting to the stuff, now we're getting to the show. And I mm. love that for it. Yeah, that is the, I guess that's the beginning of the weird yeah, and that's only like the the kind of semi weird stuff. I think like the weird stuff peaks with Hurley's episode. Yeah, when it's kind of throwing out unlucky numbers and all this crazy shit happening. Mm. Um, and so because that I feel like that was where it got really weird. And then when it gets to the finale, you're almost kind of primed for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You completely are. You're sat there with bloody you're you're you're. you're wearing all your help you're protected aren't you you're just like throw it at me because i'm ready yeah yeah it's been it spends 23 episodes getting you to that point where you can just accept that there's a, a pirate ship <laughs> i know so what's your pr- crazy prediction your crazy season two prediction god i mean what do you hope from the premiere episodes what do i hope yeah just um, give me some hopes and fears and predictions and I'm scared. I'm, I mean, I'm scared for Sawyer. Hey. Um, They're pretty screwed. They are screwed. I can't imagine. I think someone. I, I think Jin's going to die. 
Do you? At some stage soon, maybe. Really? I think he's just, you know, he, 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 his arc was like played out almost. I know he, the only thing that makes me think he wouldn't would be the flashback in this episode, his one where he's in the, in the bathroom, bathroom yeah. and the guy says like, we're always watching you or something like that. Yeah. Because that implies... for Mr. Pink. Mm, something, <laughs> it feels like something bigger will happen there. That would be the only, because otherwise, you know, him giving the watch over, even him and son, like it would be the tragic ending that perhaps, you know, would be worthy of the character and would give her, advance her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also like Sawyer's almost wrapped as well. You know, you could say the same for him, leaving Kate behind. And he's the more obvious one to die because he's been shot. Mm. I think it's more because I just really like him. And I think that. Um, people would be very annoyed if he just disappeared now, yeah. and so I, I can't really see it happening. I can see that I can see them kind of washing up, and it just well, they have to <laughs> to like start this all off to get the ever you know no one else knows what's happened with these others, so they they have to make it back basically, don't they? Oh God, I can't wait to <laughs> season two. <laughs> I love season two, mate. It really is up there with my favorites. Okay. Well, that would be my guess for the beat for the the raft crew. And you don't want to predict what's down the hatch. I don't. I just think. I mean, you said it's so out there. Do you reckon we'll see it this season? I would hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I I imagine we'll get a. We'll yeah, man. They can't just open that up and not go down there. (laughs) That's ridiculous. I think that will be it. Will be the start of something, but I can't imagine we'll get the whole gist of it. Well, we're certainly into a next chapter. Yeah. I want to um, give a shout out to someone. Just got a buzz on my phone, and it's from Twitter user James Wertie, <laughs> who's just messaged us saying, "Totally bored on my commute. Now I've been all of Lost Boys Pod and caught up." Well, James, you're going to have a few more episodes and pretty long ones at that. Yeah. But after that, Jack, what's our plan for season two? Our plan for season two. I don't know. I didn't even get to talk about my time traveling theories, but that's fine. I'll do that next time. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, so we're walking. No, you can talk about them. We were walking. We want to give James more time, you know, more more, more to listen to on his commute. <laughs> Everyone's bored by now. You No, 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 no. I just want to say we were walking out of the screening room and you said to me something about time. Yes. What did you say? I, was, I can't even remember. That was my first Don't, thought. You said it's there's ah uh, no. You said the whole idea with like kind of like a pirate a pirate ship being in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. And all this and all that. It's making me totally feel like it's me doing you. It's t- making me totally feel like uh, there's going to be time travel <laughs> in this show. Yeah. I mean, so I did say that, so, yeah. So that's what you said. Not you quite want, like that. Do you want to explain your theory a bit more? I don't... I don't, I don't your half-baked idea, it was, mate? It was a half-baked idea. <laughs> it's mainly because it's fucking JJ. And, and like... And I think because we've been watching Westworld as well, and it's like, oh, classic. Yeah. Something weird with um, time's not right, and it's going to be some, like, wormhole where it d- runs differently. Or something. Like, maybe they'll go back and, like no one will know they were missing because no time has passed. Ooh. Something like that. They'll definitely... Do you not think that when you get into time travel it's a bit dangerous? Yeah, but I like... like I mean, people get angry at this show. I, I can see them going there. 
Oh, fair enough. Okay. I mean, that's it's difficult because I can't because I I guess because I know the reaction around it. Like I know people really go off it around. I mean, we've spoken about on this podcast with like when Stu came on and we were saying like, oh, some people go off season three, some people go off season mm. five. Mm. Um, it sounds like season five is the one most people don't like. Um, I you say that, but then you pick up people like Ben right, Travis, who, yeah, who, lo- like who absolutely four. loves it. Oh, he's like obsessed with it. He isn't like three though. Yeah, three, three and five are the are the two. The two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Content, the contentious ones. Yeah, which is I know people like it's like Marmite. You know, people love or hate them, and so, like to me, I guess like saying that there's going to be something that's going to be out there like time travel, feel it. You know, it seems like something they would do because mm. it seems like something like I can imagine a lot of people really loving it yeah. and being like, oh, this is so good. This is you know what I was hoping it was going to be. It's weird. And then there's other people who just wanted a show where it was people locked on an island and having to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would have been like Clarice and turned off at season three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I, I can, I reckon that's the path it will end up going down. I think that's that's your crazy prediction right there. Yeah, maybe. Fair enough. So yeah, season two. Bloody hell! I mean, yeah. It's been an honour to watch season one with you. It's been great to rewatch it again. It's been great doing it with you, Jacob. Thank you. Thank you. No, mate, my pleasure. I um, yeah. I mean, thanks, thanks to everyone for listening for twenty four episodes. This will be. Mm. Um, it's been real fun to do, isn't it? I'm not sure we thought we were going to get this far. No, nor did I. I mean, we've had our <laughs> we've had our obstacles. We've, we've you know busy with work whatever and you know we will maybe get to a stage where we can do two a week I know people have been crying out for it because people have now basically finished their lost binges having been inspired to start by us yeah but um we we are busy and we do want to kind of like see as it gets into it I you know the episodes are probably gonna get a bit longer because there's more to kind of delve into yeah um so yeah, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> is I what mean, I'm saying. Maybe someone, if there any, if anyone's got lots of money and they fancy paying us to do this, oh, that'd be nice. Your sponsor, oh my get God. in touch. Any rich, <laughs> any rich lost fans Please. who want to part with some dollar? Oh my <laughs> yeah. God, we're begging that. that. <laughs> I uh, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's an idea. I, I, we love doing it basically, and um, oh, yeah. we, we don't like most things. We don't have all the time more resources on our hands um, we use what we're given basically don't we yeah and um, and we make we, we make do but we make it work and we love doing it so as long as we have the time which we will always make the time for this don't don't worry because um, mm. we're committed aren't we oh yeah I'm, I'm looking you're fully to, in there's so much to go we're talking about it like it's the end there's so much to go I would say I think um... I'm gonna I'm I'm in just for a warning side to listeners we will be off for a little bit because I am inflicting a hiatus onto Jack because I think it's very important to have a break between seasons you know I think it's important to to have that but in the meantime there will be lost boys content in the form of our entire interview with Carlton Cuse Carlton Cuse will be going live and you can listen to the full thing next week so how long is that um, that was a nice 25 minute. So 25 minutes and it has spoilers. 
Oh yeah, warning! It has spoilers. Jack actually won't be able to listen to it. <laughs> no, I, um, I can't. So I wasn't there. He, he wasn't and there. So... Thankfully, because I would have been like Carlton. You've literally spoiled some future things. Not massive things, but like little things featuring characters you've probably never even heard of yet. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, yeah, you can listen to that full interview next week, and we'd love your feedback and everything on that. We've also got interview time planned with someone else, haven't we? Well, I do. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Should we? Should we? Should we? Should oh, I think. Big. I, okay. Oh, we tease that. Well, now. basically, if I say I've got someone really big, as in one of the main cast members of Lost, to meet next week, um, that will be featured on this podcast, I'm sure. And then leave it. That would be very, very much in line with that's very lost season one <laughs> finale. So I think that's what we're gonna do. Okay. Uh, but all I'm gonna say is check Twitter next Tuesday. Which will be. Oh wait. Today. Yeah, thanks. Okay, all I'm going to say is check our Twitter page. It's probably not even a spoiler anymore. <laughs> no. I'll leave it as a spoiler. Yeah. I think I don't need, don't even do it. Don't even, maybe if people are really aware. Okay, well, look, if you're not aware, then we can get theories. We've losted you. <laughs> um, please rate and subscribe us. If you've enjoyed the season that you've listened to, give us a nice little five out of five. Yeah. Awesome. And subscribe and SoundCloud and. Well, we should probably mention that we are looking into maybe doing a Kickstarter just to raise some money for microphones. So you won't be listening to this bad quality the whole time. Yeah. Um, we're literally stuffed in a room. We are in a proof room to try and make the sound better. Because we, we were aware that some episodes this season, we kind of, they weren't as easy to listen to as others. So we apologize for that. Yeah. The others. It's been a lot. It's been a learning curve. I think this, this season for us anyway. You know, as a as a podcast, we've never done it before. It's been a lot of fun, and so we've kind of just we've learned along the way. We've learned how to edit a bit better, mm. learn how to make it sound a bit better. <laughs> just little things. So I think um, we might be looking at just trying to get some money to get some nice record, just to make it better for you guys. Um, mm. And so we can just keep going, basically, because mm. we want to keep going. We ideally, what we would like is we get to a stage as well where we've got enough people where we could, who would we were happy to come along and maybe watch Jack watch <laughs> a finale and get to ask him questions himself afterwards and maybe share their own experiences and it's like a nice little lost symposium. Maybe lost that season would be two finale. That would be fun. Maybe this time, yeah, next season. I mean, it will be this year. Maybe later this year, people would like to congregate. And we get to meet people and stuff. And chat yeah, lost. that would be fun. I would absolutely love that. I mean, chances are everyone's turned off this podcast by now. We've been going for an hour and 20. <laughs> Have we? Yes. Are you joking? No, we need to go watch the football. Oh, my God. What, is it on the football now? It's on in eight minutes. Right, look, guys. <laughs> World Cup's calling, which by this time next week, England are going to have either, either won or were knocked out horrifically. Um, so... God, that's weird to think. We could be world, cha- we could be world champions. That's not going to happen. Anyway. Um, I wonder how much crossover there is between Lost fans and World and Cup. World Cup. <laughs> Pretty more than we think. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, we... Just thank you, I guess is what we're saying. Yeah, thank you again. And yeah, please follow along. Tell your mates to catch up in the break between season one and two. Yeah. Um, and then... We'll get cracking. And I can, we can promise lots of guest little slots next week. We're going to get fun people in. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's, 
Yeah, it's going to be good. It's anyway, gonna be a, it's going to be a lot of fun. Season two, here we come. Season and... two, here we come. Oh, I can't be bothered to wait. I want to watch it now. Job done. Ah, bastard. Sign us off, Jacob. Job done. <laughs> <laughs>